and podcast host for Parent Boss Leader. Today, we have a very exciting show for you. I have a fellow podcaster, Andrea Brentholtz, who is also the CEO of ATR International and Unicorn in the Boardroom is her podcast. Andrea, would you like to introduce yourself a bit? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on today. I'm excited to talk to you today, Laura, um, as we talk every day. But um, yeah, my name is Andrea Brentholtz. I am the president and CEO of ATR International. Um, my parents started ATR back in 1984. I was four years old at the time, which is crazy to think. Um, but 34 years later, um, here we are. Yes, it is exciting. And what I think is so cool about the show that we're doing today is that we both have our separate podcasts, but you and I have a great working relationship together. And I think between the two of us really just sharing our insights that we've learned over 2022 and setting the charge for ourselves, plans that we have for 2023. So I think it'll be a lot of valuable nuggets in this. Yeah, let's get started. So first, what Andrea and I will do is we will go through some of the major things we've learned in 2022, be it about ourselves as women, be it about leading a team, and we'll go through them and then we'll jump into 2023. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, so I'll kick it off. One of my top lessons that I've learned in 2022, it really finally culminated is how much life changes constantly. The past couple of years, it's COVID. We're always on the edge of our seats. Economy, where's the economy going? Being in the staffing industry, we're always watching changes because we work with pretty much every industry. We see where the hiring is. We see where the hiring is not. And sometimes it can be concerning. So what I've really learned myself in 2022 is the only way to survive moving forward is agility. I think it's a word that can be oversaid, it's common, but literally the survival of the fittest depends on agility. Even as, as a parent, I have to be agile. My kids are constantly growing and changing. And even as a leader, my team's growing and changing. And even the industry, as I mentioned, sometimes one industry is hiring, sometimes one industry is not. So agility is my number one. How about you, Andrea? Yeah, absolutely love that. And I'll play off a little bit about that. And my number one is actually how much I love my job. I think you summed it up perfectly. The fact that we do have to be flexible and adjust at a moment's notice. And I think if you don't love your job, you're, you're not going to love that piece of it. Cause that's so much about what we do. Um, and I think it's also just managing, um, our teams, making sure our teams are doing okay. And even the rest of our leadership team, right. We all, um, as you say, I think row, row the ship in the same direction. We have to row together. Um, otherwise we'll just keep spinning in circles. So, um, you, you have to love your job and what you do and accept all of those other crazy pieces that go along with it. <laughs> and those crazy pieces are always there. I think every job, every industry. And I think my second reflection really is bringing my whole self. I know that's been a buzzword in recent times, especially in HR, but I've embraced that this past year. I realized that my personality, sometimes I'm quirky and I like to bring that to work. I like to joke with my team. So bringing me, letting my personality shine. And at the same time, 
really taking risks as well. That puts my whole self into what I'm doing. Even the podcast. At first I thought, who's going to listen to me? What do I have to say? But really featuring really amazing guests has really gained such traction. And even being with you today, people really want to hear what's in the inner mind of a CEO. So also learning about myself, bringing my whole self Aside from being quirky, not many people believe this as a sales leader, but I'm shy. I am very, very shy. And before I go to an event, I sort of have to take deep breaths. I get nervous. Or before I go into a meeting, I get nervous. And I think that the way that I've always overcome that, and I've, as I've thought about it this past year, is just... I think about the other people who I'm meeting and I think less about myself and it makes me less self-conscious. Like, how can I serve this person? How can I brighten this person's day? And when I flip my focus to someone else, it really helps me overcome being shy by nature. You know, it's so it's, I love that what we're saying, we're just playing off of each other. Cause my second one is that I handle stress really well. And I think, again, you summed it up great is turning what we feel is stress into something else or focusing that thought process into something else, I think is what helps me deal with that. And I know that it's weird for other people to, to hear that, or those, my friends who are around me, they always say to me, I never know when you're stressed. And that kind of scares me. Um, It's so true. And I guess I never know when I'm really stressed until, you know, my jaw starts hurting or I end up getting a headache, but, and it's good and bad for sure. But I think it's just how you take your situation, your stressful situation, like you said, um, and turn it into a positive or turn it into an easier way um, to, to deal or work with a situation. Really well said. Thank you, Andrea. I think Another learning that I've had is there's a popular tagline, you are stronger than you know. And a good friend of mine a while back gave me a keychain that says that. And I carry the keychain around. You're stronger than you know. Because I think all of us, we've been through challenging situations. I know for myself, it's been really a hard past couple of years on an emotional level, spiritual level, personal level. I went through a divorce later remarried, stabilizing my kids, very fast paced career, recruiting is fast. And what I learned through all of this, especially holding onto my little keychain, is never give up. Because even when I'm exhausted, even when there's tear filled moments, I'm still here. And there's no other way except giving my whole heart. And when I give my whole heart to what I do, it really overcomes so much adversity be it personal life. So for me, I would love listeners to know that too, that you are stronger than you know. Absolutely. And my, my third one is um, a little different. It's I've realized on LinkedIn, as much as I love LinkedIn, I think it's also kind of my worst enemy. And I think this goes to maybe the whole social media thing, but I do compare myself to others on LinkedIn, which Mm -hmm. is interesting because I don't compare myself to others on Instagram or Facebook or any other platform. I don't know if just LinkedIn is the business. (laughs) Yeah, it's the business piece of it. And I keep telling myself, gosh, I I really should be doing that same thing. Or why am I not there yet? Or why haven't, why didn't I think of that? But I, when I do that, I have to, that also comes with a lot of anxiety, I think Mm -hmm. and extra stress. So I always have to remind myself, 
you know, number one, calm down, take a deep breath, but also to your point, it's, we have to carve out our own path and all of us face different challenges at different times in our lives. Um, and one, we have to accept that. And two, we just have to evolve based off of what we're given at that moment. So yeah. we can't expect ourselves to be um, where someone else is um, at that exact same moment, because that's just not our time. Everything that is meant for us will come to us in our time. And I wholeheartedly believe that. So I, I definitely have to take a break sometimes when I'm looking at all the amazing things my network is accomplishing. And I love that I can be a part of it and see what they're doing. But I also have to remind myself, no one expects you to achieve those exact same things. <laughs> I think that is so well said, Andrea, beyond, because people tend to do that. It's a thing in psychology, comparing themselves. And I could see the desire to compare, even on LinkedIn though, but then looking at you, you're a female executive, a CEO leading your company. You have an amazing background too, but I think we tend to do that as people thinking, what's next? Where should I be? Am I where I should be right now? Am I behind? So I think that's very relatable to a lot of people. Next for me, my fourth is I've had to learn to rely on my team as people. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but I tend to want to catch every plate, help with every email, think strategically for the team. But I've learned so much this past year that I can't be a helicopter boss. I'm not a micromanager, which is funny. I don't micromanage people, but I always want to save them from pain or help my team. And I realized this year that I'm holding them back from facing the hard decisions themselves or learning how to grow. So yielding to that is helping them grow as people. So to me, I'm growing in becoming a leader who lets my team experience the pain because pain helps us grow at the end. Yeah. My fourth is I realized I get overwhelmed very easily, which is interesting. And I feel like it contradicts the fact that I handle stress well, Yeah. but I realized like even in LinkedIn, I'll get like 50 in mail yeah. messages. And even today I was looking at it and I said, okay, no, 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 I don't have the time or <laughs> I can't even tackle that at this moment. So I know that's definitely something I need to work on for next time of, of how to just deal with those overwhelming situations and just, just take it one, one step at a time. And of course, yeah. take that, that, that deep breath before I get too overwhelmed and just walk away and ignore it. Cause I know mm -hmm. that I'll, that's never the solution. <laughs> true. Quite true. I will share my last learning of 2022. And this really has to do with being a woman. Often in today's world, there's a lot of talk about pay gap. There's talk about women feeling inferior, but never one day in my career have I ever felt less than just because I'm a woman. And in a recent podcast, I had Ashley Hyman featured from Drada. And we talked about that, that we focus on what we bring to the table. We don't focus on why we're weak or what weaknesses do we have? We constantly think of how can I fill in the gaps? What can I bring to this team? And it's not even in a prideful or egocentric way. It's just humbly knowing that I can help. I can fill a gap. I want to serve. And because of that, I've never felt left at, less than 
in my career. I think even in, in previous working situations, I promoted up. And I'd really like other women to start thinking that way too. We're not less than. We all have talents. Women have amazing talents. Think about what you can bring to the table. And we lift other women up as we go. So thank you for this portion, Andrea. Let's flip to our goals for 2023, shall we? <laughs> all right, I will start. So my biggest goal for 2023 is staying consistent. Uh, and I think that's just staying consistent with, you know, cooking my healthy meals, going to the gym, making sure I carve out time for myself um, and, and making sure that I am making time and blending my regular life and my work life where normally they, they're all blended into one and it is 24 seven work is work is my life. And I love it that way, but I know not everybody's like that, but I need to find, I think a, a different balance now, as I get older, um, that, that works well for me. Yeah. I think that's great. So my goal for 2023, and I know you and I have even talked about this before, and I think this is one of your goals too, but I really would like to write a book. I love writing. Since I was a kid, I would write stories. Even now, I love writing. It's my favorite part of my job is writing. And anytime I get a chance to partner with a marketing team, I love it. I love to write. So I was thinking about writing a book about bringing one's whole self to work. And what does that look like? And how can we leverage our strengths? So I'm thinking about that, just to put that out there. I love that topic. Um, yeah, my second one is um, get rid of my bad habits. My bad habits, it was my the last thing I mentioned of um, getting overwhelmed and stepping away when I don't want to deal with it. I have to stop doing that um, and stop doing things. I think that stop doing things that are a disservice to me in, in the path that I want to create and the progress that I want to make. I like that. No more bad habits. That is good. <laughs> So my next personal goal is since we transitioned from office work to a lot of remote work, I noticed that I will just sit in my chair, book myself back to back hours at a time, and I don't shut off. I'll be checking emails at night in the morning, 5 a.m. I really want to take a time to focus on physical fitness because I haven't done that <laughs> in quite a while. So Mornings are busy. The kids I have wake me up at night and work can be busy. So I want to try to carve out 30 minutes a day where I go for a walk or I do yoga, even in my living room. So that's a goal. Yeah, absolutely love that. And totally on board for that. Um, my third one is eliminate uh, negative self-talk. I'm very good at being negative to myself when I'm not consistent with things. Uh, and I have to reprogram my brain because again, doing myself my own disservice and, and talking negatively to myself, but I, I definitely have to uh, stop doing that. And hopefully being consistent will help me in that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, th I think that's really, it's true. A lot of us can have that negative self-talk. I mean, we even recently were talking about imposter syndrome and um, I, had, I had hosted Whitney Eichinger from Southwest Airlines. We talked about imposter syndrome. And a lot of times folks who experience that have negative self-talk constantly, but it's not true. Usually they're the most successful people. So it's cool. So thank you. 
my next goal for 2023 work focused is I want to grow in accountability. So I express my desire to protect people from pain. I want to protect my employees from pain, my kids from pain, but it's, that's people's growth. So in 2023, I want to hold my team accountable in a very caring mentor way. I want to change my mindset to not think I'm a mean or micromanaging boss, but I want to hold people accountable to help them grow. To me, that's how I need to be a better leader. So that's, that's what I'm thinking for 2023 for me. Yeah, for me, it's I want to learn more. I want to learn more about our industry. I want to learn more about how I can be a better leader. I just want to read some more more books and just kind of continue my education. Um, I love learning, but I think sometimes when you're so ingrained in, in work and trying to um, better yourself uh, physically and, and nutritionally, it's hard. Those other things kind of take up all that time. So definitely this year, I just want to consistently uh, just try and learn things and read more books. Gosh, I love it. And we'll be the beneficiaries of you learning too. Cause often I love when you do that, you constantly for our team, even you find cool webinars for us to jump in on when you read a cool book, you share it with us. So I'm excited to learn from you too. I love it. Gosh, thanks so much for your time today, Andrea. I know you're a busy CEO and it was great talking about this. I hope that we can really inspire people who are listening to really think about in a reflective way, what they have learned in 2022 and thinking forward in 2023, we have a year ahead of us to grow. So if this resonates with our audience, you're welcome to like and subscribe. This will be on Unicorn in the Boardroom and on Parent Boss Leader on both channels. So we're excited. Thank you again for joining us today. Yeah, thank you.